From WNIJ studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University in DeKalb, you're listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. We feature the group Grandkids tonight. They are based out of Chicago, but they met in Urbana while attending University of Illinois. They released a new album last year, This Guitars, and it's been getting really positive reviews. We'll talk with grandkids about putting that album together, their evolution as songwriters, and we'll hear them perform songs from this guitars as well. Unfortunately, we won't hear them cover the one song they really had their hearts set on. We all wanted to cover, or at least I did, the... But we didn't. We didn't. We really tried. It was too tough. We couldn't figure it out. It's Grandkids this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. And Grandkids is the group we're featuring tonight. They're from Chicago. Originally, well, they met in Urbana while they were attending the University of Illinois. And some of them are originally from our listening area as well. We will talk with the band about the album they released at the end of 2016 entitled This Guitars. We'll also hear them perform some of those songs as well. We'll talk with the group in just a few minutes, but uh, as always, let's start with some music. This is Grandkids performing Agur on sessions from Studio A. Sure. 
It's grandkids performing Agur in Studio A. You are listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and grandkids is in the studio with me. Guys, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Hey, I'm Adam Gorkowski, and I play bass. Hi, I'm Vivian McConnell, and I sing and play guitar. I'm Evan James Metz, and I play guitar mostly. I'm Phil Sutterberg, and I do drums. And where are you guys from? We all live in we all live in Chicago, but we grew up in. I grew up in Dixon, Illinois. Me and Adam are both from like suburbs kind of area, but we all live in Bridgeport in Chicago now. I'm from Rockford, Illinois. And how did you guys all get together as a group? We met at University of Illinois. Um, I was living uh, in the dorm right below Adam, and he played cello and I played guitar. I think I was probably playing acoustic guitar outside of the dorm, and we kind of started playing duo. Uh, we found Evan. We met in the mandatory alcohol awareness class, um, and we started talking about music. And so we played as a trio, I think, in Evan's dorm room, and then Phil was a friend of my older brother's who also went to University of Illinois. Um, and we started playing uh, in 2000. 2010. Cool. Well, tell us a little bit about that song we just heard you play, Agur. Agur is the... I studied abroad in northern Spain and the Basque country, and Agur is how they say goodbye instead of adios. Um, so I, first of all, think it's an adorable word, and everybody would walk around like, Agur, Agur. Um, but more than that, I always think about saying goodbye and how important that is, even just leaving a place, um, making sure you have that, uh, that contact, um, making that lasting impression, I guess. Um, and I always think about if somebody doesn't say goodbye, um, and how sometimes that can be interpreted in a totally different way. Um, and now I think totally differently and I've been doing the French goodbye or Irish goodbye a lot more and I don't make sure I say goodbye to everybody at the party because now I think think it's cooler. Um, <laughs> aloof. <laughs> aloof. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a lot of also a lot of dream imagery of of Bilbao where I studied, which is full of a really full of trains and rivers and um, is a scene about drowning in there. It's just a lot. There's a lot of things packed into one song. I will also then trade back and say that that song we wrote, at least fleshed out and wrote as a band in Viv's parents' home uh, in the winter. And we were snowed in, not snowed in, but I remember we shoveled, we had to shovel the driveway. I think your parents were gone, <laughs> but I think your dad said, like, you guys got to shovel the driveway. So we shoveled the driveway uh, whilst writing that song. Um, also, that one, that song, sorry. Adam, I was going to say, didn't Adam, uh, like, fight tooth and nail to have the lyric uh, about kissing on the kneecap be yeah. kiss me on the kneecap? Yeah, <laughs> I really yeah. went for that one. Adam really Yeah, well, did I write that? You improved it, and I was like, oh, kiss on the kneecap is too weird. That's really good. <laughs> right, yeah, and I remember that song being really exciting because it was really weird, and we were all kind of just stoked about how... I mean, at the time, it was, I think, very weird for us, oh, or yeah. strange, or different. I mean, um, when we decided that the drum part on the chorus was going to be, Phil does whatever the f*** he wants, we let him have at it. Like, I think that that was a pretty big moment for, like, freeing up what the tunes yeah. are. Yeah. All right, well, you guys are going to do another song for us here in just a second. Uh, Earring, can you tell us about this one? We wrote the song in Evan's parents' house in Yorkville, or at least wow. we finished it there. We had been writing a lot differently and a little more sporadically, and I think actually I wanted to have something a little more straightforward, um, just so I could center myself a little bit. <laughs> and so that's where I kind of came up with just this, I kind of wanted it to be the same thing for most of the song, and then just like the choruses are these little snippets of something totally different, which doesn't really sound that exciting, but we tried to, you know, uh, make it exciting. But lyrically, I was just thinking about, yeah, like how it is, trying to sculpt yourself as, I don't know, just a woman living in this world, um, you know, being feminine or not feminine, wearing jewelry or not, wearing makeup or not, um, and try, like, like who do, I, who do I need to be right now to make, things, to make things work out, is what that song's about. I think it was actually also, that we did finish it um, after we had left her band and my parents' house, like Viv said, I remember that was a really long time 
that we were trying the song. I think yeah. we like it took a while for us to, I guess, break the song if you want to put it like that. I remember playing it over the course of like months and months, like every so often when we we're practicing or doing something, just like trying to figure out. And like I have a bunch of old like iPhone recordings on my mm-hmm. computer that's way different versions where it's just like everyone trying stuff. So that one I just yeah I think that maybe because it was one of the first songs that was kind of like different than that we were writing that was kind of different from where we'd come from from our first album that it just took a while for us to be like what do we want this to be because it totally is kind of a though now it's maybe one of the most similar to our first record at the time it was like the first kind of thing moving in a somewhat new direction so yeah all right this is grandkids performing earring on sessions from studio a one two three four
That's grandkids performing Earring here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. You can find a link to the music of grandkids, as well as all of the artists that we feature on Sessions from Studio A, at our website. That's WNIJ.org. There you can also find videos and podcasts of this and other performances. We'll continue with more of our session with grandkids when Sessions from Studio A continues. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We're featuring the band Grandkids tonight. They are based out of Chicago. They met down in Urbana while attending the University of Illinois. They released an album at the end of last year entitled This Guitars, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. They've been playing a couple tunes off that album for us. We'll hear another one in just a moment, but guys, let's talk a little bit about your individual music history here. There's a lot of musicianship going on in this band, and let's let's talk a little bit about where some of that might be coming from. Let's start with you. Adam, tell us about uh, a little bit about your background. My dad started me playing piano when I was like five, and then I got into the cello world when my like public school system started that. And then I was going to University of Illinois for cello performance. And the whole first grandkids record is me playing cello. And then after we recorded that and started writing new materials, I picked up a bass. I still have it tuned like a cello. And uh, yeah, it's all bass these days. I started on piano when I was really young, I think third grade. But then when I was about 11, I picked up a guitar because my older brother and my dad were always playing acoustic guitar around the house. And then I started playing in high school. I started a all-girl band and we played at the talent show in high school. And then um, I just kind of was more of a songwriter. And then uh, when I got to college, I expanded it to a group. I was born in 1991 <laughs> and I became aware of sound roughly the same year. And then like seven years later, I started playing piano. Funny story, which will become funnier when Phil talks about his young music playing, is I started playing cello in fifth grade, too, um, and played it through high school, uh, and then haven't touched it really since. And But um, my older brother played guitar since he was really young, so he was playing, and there was, like, guitars around the house from him. Uh, and then sometime, I don't, probably, like, middle school, I started picking up his old guitars and learning to play guitar, and now I play mostly guitar. All right, so we've got two cellists in the band so far. Uh, Phil, what about you? I also started playing cello. <laughs> And uh, I did Suzuki in Rockford. That was really fun um, with my dad and brother. And then an older neighbor friend of mine was playing drums. And so he taught me some drum stuff. And I just started playing drums all through high school and through college. And now I just work with various like uh, instrumentalists and singer-songwriters in Chicago. Well, let's hear another song here. You guys are going to do the song Pinball. Tell us about this one. Yeah, it's the one where I think I had a drum beat. And then it and just then grew it, from there, and it's it's been, uh, you know, all the ornaments kind of came out from, from that seed. I also quite clearly remember that one of the goals of the song was to make almost every single section have a different feel. Yeah. Um, and to me, um, that song was actually, we wrote that before I had any lyrics, um, which is kind of a challenge for me sometimes because you have to sometimes match the sentiment to the song with your lyrics. Um, and I think I was feeling pretty overwhelmed at the time I, with my nanny job that I mentioned earlier. I was nannying um, a two and a half year old and a six month, I think, baby. You're uh, asking. So it, it was, um, and the two and a half year old, I would just, to be in two and a half seems like a really tough age you're just trying to figure out everything um you're touching everything you've stuff all over you all the time you're running into doors you're rubbing your body on a carpet to be to get that static electricity um I, and um so when I was coming up with lyric ideas, uh, I was thinking about how crazy the song was and how every single section changed completely. And I think the only thing that I could really relate that to was the mind of a two-year-old, two-and-a-half, three-year-old, terrible twos that age. What's the deal with the I don't eat breakfast anymore lyric? Did the kid decide that he wasn't eating breakfast anymore? Oh, he was, he just, I mean, kids are really picky eaters, but this kid had a really tough time 
with breakfast in particular, or maybe every meal. But um, I just remember thinking how hilarious it is in the voice of a two-year-old, like, I don't really eat breakfast anymore. That's not a thing that I do. It doesn't really interest me. I'm not going to do it, even though it's totally vital for my, (laughs) this is how I get through my day. If I want to go to school, I have to eat breakfast, but I'm not interested in breakfast right now. So that's where that lyric comes from. Also, uh, speaking of just like the, I guess, density of it. I don't know. I remember, well, so our first record and earlier stuff, we kind of said like whatever to uh, self-editing, I guess. I don't know. We had, we wrote really long songs and like our first record had, had like near seven minute song on it. Mm-hmm. And like that was fine. We were fine with it. Um, but I think especially as we kept going, we wanted to edit that down some. And I remember for this song after, as we actually began fleshing it out from like the sections from Phil's drum idea, I think we said it could not be over two minutes and 20 seconds. Um, or that was the arbitrary time we set because it was like close to that or something. We're like, we're not going further than that. And I think the recording is two minutes and eighteen seconds, um, which is the shortest song we've ever written, so uh, and it's a point win. of pride uh, because we could just not edit ourselves at all if we wanted and have an album of only like twelve minute songs. Yeah. All right, this is Grandkids performing Pinball on Sessions from Studio A. Three, four. Up from this horrible dream I'm awake and I already scream So I sit myself in front of screens It's the only thing that I believe I don't eat breakfast anymore It doesn't really interest me performing pinball here on sessions from studio a let's hear another one guys uh the next one you're gonna do is pumpkin dungeon can you tell us about that one pumpkin dungeon was the name that i gave my a room that i had at my old apartment um i painted it kind of the color of a gentle pumpkin and Hmm. there was not a lot of natural light um so i called it the pumpkin dungeon and i also found these really cool um i don't even know what you call them i guess candlesticks that i like wooden candlesticks at the thrift store that i put little fake candles in so it was way more dungeony also like Um, the inside of a pumpkin like the inside of a pumpkin, exactly. That's where candles go. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I. Um, <laughs> in my life, that's where you put candles. You're right. Um, so this song was really fun because I kind of had this really intense Brazilian music phase, um, and I was listening to a ton of Caetano Veloso, and um, I almost, I don't know if I should admit this, but I kind of I kind of stole a very simple riff of his but um adding you know we added a bunch of really cool things on top of it um so yeah I just started I was like wow I'm, I love this Caetano Veloso 
riff. I'm going to try to learn it. And then it kind of was like, oh, wow, I could really turn this into something different. Um, and yeah, that song is kind of interesting because we used to call it This Is Brazil, a <laughs> quote from Fast Five, um, because it kind of, you know, it was the Brazilian theme. Um, but it's actually about kind of um, living in Chicago in the winter and how it sometimes feels like it's winter all year long. Um, and how that can really play with your mind and your well-being and, you know, need that vitamin D. Sometimes you can't get it. Um, so that's kind of what that song's about. All right. This is Grandkids performing Pumpkin Dungeon on Sessions from Studio A. Kids performing Pumpkin Dungeon here on Sessions from Studio A. Now, guys, let's talk about uh, albums. What do you have out currently for recordings? One that's out. One, we released our first album in 2013. Um, we got another one that's, I don't know when this is, is all going to come out, but it's probably out. If not, it's going to be out very shortly if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> the end of 2016, it will be out. 
Um, so that'll be our second record. Note to the listening audience, that album has been released. Uh, it was released at the end of 2016, entitled This Guitars. Now, grandkids, let's talk about the first album that you guys put out. So we, since we all lived at University of Illinois, actually, before we put out that album, we put out a three-song EP, just self-titled EP, and we recorded at, at a studio called Pie Holden, um, which was then in Rantoul, um, Illinois, which is a very small town outside of Urbana. Uh, our good friend Matt DeWine, um, who owned the studio, uh, engineered that record, um, and he was the apprentice of the late Jay Bennett of Wilco. So um, we that was kind of our introduction to the recording studio. We had not actually moved to Chicago. We were still living in Champaign-Urbana, and we drove up over winter break to record at Pie Holding, which was then in Chicago. So it was a lot of commuting. We all we all recorded all day and then stayed in the same one-bedroom condo at night. So it was a lot of time together, but it was really focused and super cool. And it's a great studio. We did it all analog, so recorded a tape. I feel like a, a really important inf uh, thing that informed the process was that while we stay in that condo, we watch Lord of the Rings at night, uh, the movies every night. Um, you get through like a half hour. Yeah, we would. Night. Yeah, we we got home late from recording, and we'd watch like a half hour of the extended cuts, and then we'd have to turn it off because we all were living in the same place. So if someone wanted to go to sleep, we all had to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> not all of us didn't want to watch the Lord of the Rings all the way through. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, we recorded it there. It was really cool. It was very. Uh, Lots of toys in the studio because it was like Matt had taken over Jay Bennett's old studio, so it has all these guitars and all these keyboards and all this stuff. So it became a very like layered record with a lot of stuff on it. Um, that uh, at that time too, we a lot of our songwriting process was a lot of like Viv would write a song and then we'd kind of arrange stuff for it anyway. So it lent itself to being like, okay, cool, let's overdub some stuff, even though we had a live set and our, we had our, our songs arranged for live sound, it still worked to be able to just like dump a bunch of stuff on it and really produce it. Um, and that kind of shifted for our the record that we're just now putting out that was uh, kind of our songwriting style shifted to being more of uh, writing for the live sound, writing as a band. Everything wasn't necessarily like a full formed song all the way through when it came to everyone writing their parts, we would write more together whether it's still like Viv comes in with like a some beginning of a song and then we all kind of like pile on and flesh it out. Um, and that kind of led us to doing more songs that were written very, very explicitly for just like the four instruments mm -hmm. and voice or what have you. So the new record is a lot different. And we recorded that in this space called Public House uh, in Chicago, um, run by this guy named Dave, very, very awesome guy. Um, there's kind of a home brew studio um, that yeah, that kind of had less for us to just dump on the songs, which is good to hold back and just kind of do more of a raw, just us playing in a room kind of recording style. Yeah, Public House was really different than Pie Holden. One of the reasons is because it was in the basement of our friend's house. Um, so that was a really cool thing. You know, we'd come up for a snack or for lunch, and his roommates would be there cooking lunch. And it was a lot more relaxed, and our writing styles, like Evan said, had changed a lot at that point. So we had a lot of fun making our, our second record. Great. Well, let's hear another song, Only To Be Blue. That's the next one you're going to play. Tell us about that. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the lyrics are about, but that's one that's totally... Uh a mix of our songwriting styles where for like the first half of it was a pretty composed thing the vivs where it was pretty straight just uh chords and voice like song um that maybe didn't have like a complete arc to the song but had like definite sections that were definitely there um and then separate from that entirely phil and i were just had we're just like playing sometimes and then we had like this uh, kind of rhythm that we were just like playing on rhythmic pattern. And then I adapted that kind of, and some of the chords from that Into to the end, the, the, like the latter half of the song. Um, we kind of stapled those together and then Viv takes a solo, which doesn't, we don't do that often, 
though we uh, though I don't think we are a band who has like a strict necessarily like rhythm guitar there's plenty of parts that are like dual melodies or combining melodies or anything but it was it's a very explicitly like Vivs has a guitar solo um and then kind of so it's a weird stapled together kind yeah. of idea of a song it was a proud moment for me <laughs> um even though it's a completely you know composed guitar solo I was still very proud of myself but lyrically all I remember is that I was reading a lot of um actually as my post-graduation present to myself I read the Lord of the Rings trilogy so tying it all in I was reading a lot of I was I think reading The Hobbit no definitely Two Towers at the time and I kind of plucked a couple of Tolkien phrases. Yeah, it's basically an unused Led Zeppelin song that we uncovered, and then we're like, oh yeah, this is ours now. Yeah. That's great. Found it deep. All right, this is Grandkids performing Only to be Blue on Sessions from Studio A.
That's grandkids performing only to be blue on sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. want to remind you, you can find a link to the music of grandkids, as well as all of the artists that we feature on sessions from Studio A, at our website. That's WNIJ.org. There you'll also find videos and podcasts of this and other performances. We'll continue with more of our session with grandkids when Sessions from Studio A continues. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We're featuring the group Grandkids. They are based out of Chicago, and they met while attending the University of Illinois. They released an album at the end of 2016 entitled This Guitars, and they've been performing some of those songs for us. And we'll hear another one in just a moment, uh, Seam Ripper. Tell us about this one. Well, that was that football game. It's about football. It's about football. Um, it's about Katy Perry and the left <laughs> shark. Yeah. It's about... Uh, that uh, one, me and Evan wrote our parts totally in the studio, I think. Right? It was... Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that it was just... Viv and Phil had their parts ready, and then they laid down just, like, guitar vocals and drums. And then we yeah, totally. did everything else overdubs, yeah. That was a... Uh, we both of our albums I think we did this where we had a huge chunk of like get stuff done and record a lot of the songs and then like in the period of like coming back in and doing overdubs and finishing stuff up we would start working on another song and be like oh this song's cool let's let's like rush this in and get it on the album and I think we did on the first album and this is one that we did on this album where it wasn't totally finished but we were like while recording it started becoming a song so then it just got recorded and Adam and I like took the what was home or what was already recorded home and just like wrote stuff for it all right this is grandkids performing seam ripper on sessions from studio a Time. 
That's grandkids performing Seam Ripper here on Sessions from Studio A. And we're going to get to another tune this hour, too. The last one here, Dinner Women. Tell us about this one, guys. That song is really interesting because Evan wrote it. Evan wrote the structure of the song. He had every almost every part figured out, at least for my guitar part, which for me was super interesting and a challenge because I had a really tough time writing the lyrics because at first I didn't really have an emotional connection but then it made it really fun because we actually did write some of the lyrics together and that one's really neat because on the record it's Phil, Evan and I were all singing together so it's a it's a pretty neat song and it has a kind of a totally different feel than a lot of the songs on the record, I would say. I was just like, you know, transitioning and like often at my parents' house, often just like crashing with people in Chicago as I like figured all my life out. But there's a lot of time where I was alone at my parents' house with no one like around and doing nothing. And I just like wanted to really like, that's probably why it came with a lot of parts completed and like some of the bass and some of the guitars because it was just like, I don't have anything to do. And I'm like, you know, I don't know what my life is. So I just like worked on something. All right, well, this is Grandkids performing Dinner Women on Sessions from Studio A.
grandkids performing Dinner Women on sessions from Studio A. Grandkids was recorded in Studio A at WNIJ's studios in DeKalb. You can find a link to Grandkids and all the artists we feature at our website. That's WNIJ.org. There you'll also find videos and podcasts to this and other performances. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. It's been a pleasure. Keep up with what happens in Studio A by following us on Instagram and Twitter at SessionsWNIJ. And of course, we're always looking for the next artist to feature. Send your suggestions to sessions at niu.edu. Until next time, this is Sessions from Studio A from WNIJ in DeKalb.